Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. So is the Raven Queen someone we got to be worried about? Or... If a god is a god still functioning as a god, that is good news, right? At this point, any god will do. And it opens into this green field, rolling hills, trees off in the distance. With 19s and a 22, we see a beautiful, beautiful, live place. Okay. Sounds great. Let's go. Oh my gosh, friends, it's been so long since I've seen anybody. Come, come with me. Where, where where, have you been? Benjamin, it is so wonderful to see you. I thought everyone was gone. No, no, we've all been here. Something is not quite right. Y- yes, something isn't right. Something isn't right. You step to swing harder and then you can get free and then you can come play. I want to come play. Help me. Well, what can you do? How can you get free? I'll, I, I'll help you. He reaches his hand out for you. Yenbul? Yes, I... Gosh. Are you I, okay? I'm bleeding. Yeah, you stabbed yourself multiple times in the shoulder yeah, for some a, reason. Yeah, a real bunch. I'll go up to Rex and just, like, put my hand on his neck. This figure, like, cranes its neck and begins, like, cracking its bones as if it begins to move. I'm going to turn undead. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Amy Moore. She, her, I am, and I'm here, and I'm awake, and everything's good. Doing great. Yeah. You're perked up. I know, yeah. And I play Thea Amastasia, a high elf druid, don't you know? And Carla Maxted. (laughs) She, her, I'm playing Yenbul Nuri, a Kalishar cleric. And Tom Laird. Uh, He, him, and I am playing Talgir Heavyfoot, and he is a mountain dwarf paladin. Also goes by he, him. And joining us this week, because we trapped her in a room with no doors, it's Kristen <laughs> Flemons from the Broadswords. Yay! This week and every week to come. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> One of us. Blink twice if you really want out. <laughs> no! oh, so many blinks. That was like seven. Is that yep. like... Get me out of here. Uh, she, her, playing a gas god last... Uh, blah, blah. See, I knew it couldn't yeah. last, actually, yeah. being able so to say close. my You did it name. once, that's all that matters. Agath, God Lost, Katho, Olavi. Got it. She, her. Well, thank you for being here again. Uh, this, is the, this is the episode where maybe Kristen gets to go home. We'll see. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> to the happier timeline of the broadswords. I mean, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> we'll see. Um, what are we talking about on Patreon? What do we got to go over there? Something... This is a good segue. Yeah, it's really Mm -hmm. good. Hey, we've got goals over there, I think is what we're trying to get at. And one of them could be a special one-shot episode where I got to play Grancis and Flamekins 
And Amy, Tom, and Carla DM'd for me for oh, two we hours. DM'd so yeah. hard. Yeah, it was a great time. Doesn't it sound like a great time it just to so hear great. one person talk to themselves for two hours, Kristen? It's, it's with three DMs? With three yeah. DMs. Yeah. Imagine all the bridges and doors. Right? There were so many bridges and doors. <laughs> and buttons. Just can't forget the just buttons. Just big infrastructure projects. Yeah, it's my really favorite it kind. It was of civil game. engineering, is what it was, yeah. of the abyss. Yeah. We're fans. Uh, uh, but we would love for you to join us over there. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Christopher Walton. Christopher Thanks, Walton. Hey. You have such Thanks, a grown up name. That is a grown up name. Maybe they're a grown up. Maybe they are. I don't know. I'm just, wow. you know how some people have grown up names? Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I hope that Christopher is a grown up because we say some pretty inappropriate things yeah. on here. <laughs> but then again, also, some people let their children listen to us before bedtime. <laughs> so. So it can go either way, and we're not judging. Wild choices all over. We're not so judging yeah, to those children. I'm hoping it's just the Mooklem right. and Sully storyline. Oh, I hope not. You've heard some of the things Sully says yeah, over there. That's true. Is, I don't even take responsibility. Some of the things Sully says Sully over there. Says, not yeah. me. I would never nope. say those things. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Christopher, for being here and for be having such an adult name. And now, fuck it, let's play. Woo! This figure before Rax begins, like, the bones begin cracking and its arms begin moving and it lets out this, like, cough scream towards you that startles Rax back and, Agath, you were going to cast something before I so rudely ended the episode. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, another uh, post-it note down, I am going to channel divinity... If I if that were like uh, interesting question, like it is magic, but it's not like a spell, so maybe it doesn't work. But I will attempt to turn undead because that's what these things seem like to me mm. with their gross flesh and cracking bones. Sure, yeah, I mean it's a good, good, good idea. So if it works, all of them, if they're undead within thirty feet of me, make a wisdom saving throw, DC seventeen. In a twist, Thea makes a saving throw. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 wow, what a reveal. Yeah, wow. I've been hiding it this whole time. Um, for the... As I said, they were all kind of around the perimeter. I didn't say how big this room was. No. Is it more than 30 feet in radius? We'll say it's a 50-foot room, but there are many of these creatures within this room. I mean, if it's a 50-foot room and I'm in the middle of it, the 30 feet should hit everything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, I remember... Math, Russ's downfall Circular math. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me just... The radius Canceling out Amy's spell by two feet, then he doesn't want to do the <laughs> no. math. <laughs> so half of the room seems unaffected. Okay. Kind of spotty throughout the other half of the room. All at the same time begin showing the same signs as this one. And they begin cracking and moving and screaming. And then they turn. This one in front of Rax also turns. And they all begin walking towards the walls, bumping into the other ones, who now are all beginning to move. In a twist, um, I'm also going to channel divinity, turn undead. Okay. Nice. <laughs> and I sort of was cutting out, but just like wherever a goth didn't get, that's where I'm going to try and, and focus it. We basically determined that you can get the whole room. It's just half of the, the group saved. Right. 
Okay. Half of them saved. <laughs> um, then I'm gonna try it too, cause I like a goth style. Mm-hmm. 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 Also, yeah, DC 17. I don't know if it always is, but that's what it is for me too. Yep. All right. Well, we've got a new half nice. of them. One half. Thirteen. The other half of that half. Less good. So, <laughs> all of them begin moving, and as they begin moving, and the light showing the rest of this room, and you see all of these creatures begin to articulate and gesticulate and um, push themselves up against the wall, because that's what I imagine Turn Undead does, mm-hmm. there is probably a hundred of them in this room. Jeez. Bumping Perhaps up just, against the wall. <laughs> just walking into the walls. Yeah. This is awkward. How long? How long will they do this for? It's a really good question. Um, one minute. One minute, or until it takes damage. So I'll say, don't hit them if you want them to stay moving away from us. Okay, we have to find a, a way to get out of here. <laughs> so you do like a really quick canvas of the room, and anywhere I move, it's sort of like you know reverse magnet. They like scatter away like <laughs> insects from the light, kind of thing with. <laughs> Both Yenbull and I just like little sad zombies running away mm-hmm. for yeah. a minute. Like when you squirt dish soap in a greasy yeah. dish yeah. and it's just like, oh no. Just like, oh. <laughs> so that's fun. Do we see anything <laughs> aside from scrambling zombie guys? Oh, he had to bring the book out. No, you don't. You see, like, it's like just wood shambled walls. Be, like, you're able to, like, pry apart some, but it just looks like blackness behind. There's not like tiles on the floor and some cool runic patterns or like a big X. Push this. A chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. No, no there's not. Any windows up there? Skylight? As you all are, are observing the entire surroundings, you see this, this ripple again through the room. It like waves up, and you even feel it move up over the floor. And the ceiling seems like it gets smaller in this room. Oh, mm-mm, nope. Like no, nope. like lower. Like it's sorry. Yes, lower. It's it seems down like it's on lower. Us. I am not gonna get crushed in here with with these yuck things. Everybody, make a wisdom saving throw. Man. Yeah, that's this. That's this thing's thing. Nine, uh, twenty. Not net. That's pretty good. 27. 25. 26. Oh, shit. Awesome. The tides have turned. Everybody except Thea. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're back to normal. Okay, perfect. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Woo, everything's right there in the was, world again. It was a weird episode last time, everybody. We've course corrected. We're back on track. That's right. I'm sorry. The, with this wave, you feel like a deep sense of anguish. And you're going to take 6d10 psychic damage. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I know. Oh, sure, no. everyone else got to see fucking butterflies, fields of green, vest. and a guy in a I jean vest with a for cool... like 14 points, thank you, or nine points. It was pretty rough. <laughs> I know, but I have the ability to, and you know he's going to roll all sixes. I'm going to get Google. He's going to roll tens. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, so you're going to take 27 psychic damage. And also, you see. And also. And also. Wait, there's more. There should if you be order no now. more. And also. And also, actually, everybody. We'll do this one at a time. Mm-hmm. Within this group of moving beings, you see people you know 
come quickly in and out of view. Thea, for you, you see Nular turn to you, look at you, and then blend back in to the horde. For Yenbull, you see off to the left, you see your mother reaching out to you and then blending back in, and you hear such a familiar voice, and you look and you turn and you see your father doing the same thing off to the right. Tolgir, you're looking around, trying to find a way out. This wave comes over, and you see one of these creatures. They're shorter. The back of them looks familiar. The salt and pepper hair tied up into a top knot. Turn around and you see your husband, Thor, who looks at you deep into your soul and then turns back and is gone. Nagoth, you see the elven head priest of the temple of Aldath, Castian Arona. Like almost begin walking out of this horde towards you. And reach out to grab your hand. And they're able to move towards me? It appears so. Um, I mean, I think Agath would be taken aback enough that I don't know if she'd reach her hand out, but she'd probably let her hand be taken. Your hand gets taken, and it's a strong grip that pulls you in. And with the other hand, a blade comes out. Yep. And Makes sense. reaches and stabs deep into you. That's a 22 digits. Oh, that just hits. Uh, seven piercing and as it stabs in, the features of this figure melt away and back to this undead creature who lets out this shriek at you. Let's roll for initiative, because things are going to get freaky. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 10. 15. Also 15. 12. Roll off. Actually, you can go first if you want to. Sure. As you get stabbed into and this creature goes back to its undead form, another wave rump, like rolls out across the room and you see doors begin to open up. There are five doors that appear Okay. around the perimeter of this room. Do the doors have anything to distinguish them from one another? No, they all look the same. They're all closed. They're all wooden doors. None have any sort of symbols or anything, anything like that. They just look like doors, where before there were no doors. <laughs> Wild. Seems like a great... Say uh, door what a, again. What a boon, right? Okay, I'm gonna... It, like, the, I'm gonna like just shove whatever undead this is that just stabbed me away, yeah. and I'm just gonna go for the closest door. Okay. You begin moving towards the door, the uh, undead part, and you can make it to the door. Um, and you go to open it and step through. I At least open it. Okay. It opens into like this rocky terrain that it, it looks like you're on a cliff face and fire is shooting up from the ground. You hear, you don't see, but you hear 
screams and calls of what you could describe as some native creature to whatever this area is. Mm. Can I do like an investigation or like a, a wisdom check of some kind to see if I can like peer through the illusion or like just focus really hard to see if I can tell what's actually there? Yeah, you can make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, 28. You see exactly what I described, and it seems okay. like it's all there for real. Okay. I'll just turn to the others. This one does not look great, but it is somewhere else. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> What's behind door number two? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm going to just pro- keep it propped open and then see what other doors become available. Okay. Roger that. Okay, are you attacking any? You, you, guys know, you don't want to attack no, things. No, I'm not going to attack then because then attack they're going to start being uh, yeah. unturned. So. Fair enough. Okay. Um, what we'll say, that's that's probably good for your turn. Yeah, I'm just going to prop a door open. Perfect. See ya. I will say you don't have the luxury of turn undead. Yeah, I know. I was going to yeah. say, like, when I go towards them, they're but they're not going to actively fight me, right? They are. Oh, they might. Oh, they might. Okay. Like, they're uh, moving away from both Yenbull and Agath right now, but you're around one of them. Okay. Uh, I want to link arms with Yenbull. <laughs> okay. And say, come with me. Come with me. And I want to go to the next door over from where... Uh, Agathis. Okay. Uh, and I want to try the door. Like, I know it really looks like I'm using you as a tool right now, Yemble. I just... No, you should use me to keep the zombies away. Mm. This is a great plan. I want to open the door and see what's behind door number two. Door number two opens, and there is this cacophonous screaming sound that, like, hits you like a wave, like, almost pushing you back. You see beyond, like, winds tearing across, like, this desolate, rocky sharp terrain. Things in the sky and on the ground are all moving and roiling and churning. Does it sort of sound seem reminiscent of like pandemonium? Yeah, I'm like wondering, are these these hells that we are? Are these, yeah, different domains? Yeah. There are similarities uh, Mm -hmm. to the descriptions that you received. TBD. Let's like keep opening doors and if they start checking even more boxes, I think. Uh, I I... yeah, that one's not nice. It's screeching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this one doesn't. This I don't like this one. This one doesn't look good. This one isn't good. It's the horde's turn. Tally another turn undead. Togear. And everyone's kind of like pieced out to the side. Uh, yeah, left you standing in the middle. <laughs> awesome. By your, let me check your back. <laughs> Am I at least hanging out with uh, Rack still, or is he is he gone as well? Uh, we didn't say if Rack moved or not. I mean, I feel like he would probably follow Agath. Okay. Talgir's just sitting on racks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that works. Yep. Good vantage point. Right? Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't really want to wade into, like, the middle of all these guys without some uh, some help. But maybe if the door closest to Thea and Yenbol is still within, like, the radius that they're putting off... I could head for that one. Because it's 30 feet for each mm-hmm. of us. That like They can't come within 30 mm-hmm. feet. Yeah, you would get another so, door. 
right? Because it would push and like arch because you're at two doors. So yeah, you'd probably get another door. Okay, I'll make my my way over to uh, that door as best I can and swing it open. There's this forest before you. Thick brush, like impossible really to see beyond the brush that's that's like right in, in front of you. You hear. I guess what could be described as bird calls. They don't sound native to any birds that you've heard. There's the sound of insects crawling through that are amplified. And it's hot and muggy and humid. Like, you get this humid wave that hits you. All right. Um, Does that count as my action for my turn, Russ? I mean, you can still have an action. You opened a door. That's a free action. All right, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to use my Divine Sense. Uh, so I can uh, detect both good and evil. So t- the, until the end of my next turn, I sense anything affected um, by the Hallow spell, which doesn't matter, or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. You don't get any rain or any sense of anything coming through the door. Um, obviously, you're surrounded by undead. You get a distinct feeling of that. Sure. But also, you can sense a fiend... A fiend's presence, predominantly, their aura is all throughout this room. Uh, we got, uh, a little something maybe a little worse than undead kicking around in here, guys. Just a heads up. Happy new. Yenbol, you are arm-linked with Thea. <laughs> we are the best of friends. The best of friends. <laughs> Do we skip I'm- to another door? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go open another door. I if I can come, I like I just, can I just like follow behind here? I mean you're still linked arms, aren't you? Sure. For the for the purposes of being linked, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. If it doesn't work out, I can always hop on piggyback. Uh, so you're going to basically the next available door. We got four doors, yeah. you know, two more doors that have yet to be opened. You open it and there is this void. Complete blackness. And you feel this pit of despair wash over you. Make a wisdom, actually both of you, make a wisdom oh, saving fuck. throw, because you're armly. We are the best of friends. Oh, shit. 13. 29, but you guys want to hear a fun fact that I just learned on my character sheet oh. that would have been really super helpful last episode? Oh my episode. god, I have a couple fun ones <laughs> yeah. that I uh, have also learned since so, then. So, I have dual minds, so when I make a wisdom saving throw, like all the ones that kicked my ass last episode, you can use a reaction to gain advantage on the roll. You can use it before or after. You can just use it. Anyway, do, I probably don't need it now, hopefully. It's 29. Perfect. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I want to use a lucky roll... Reading sheets and remembering rules is hard. It, it is. is. So since we're talking about things that would have helped last episode, I'll volunteer one. Um, I I have the ability to like give off auras because mm-hmm. my dude's a paladin, and there's multiples that affect both saving throws and initiatives. <laughs> <laughs> so like brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. You guys oh, need boy. to adopt Kristen's method of character sheets. Post-it, post-it notes. Post-it yeah. notes, yep. Yeah, I think you're right. I thought I had read it all. I thought I like was up, but these high-level characters, at level they 17, got a lot of stuff. It's, it's, so, much. it's, it's so hard especially to remember. For Carl and I, like these are relatively new characters, yeah. so like it's we not didn't like grow we've had with that. Newer than time. mine. No, okay, agreed. post-it notes. <laughs> take it easy. Yes, everybody's turned against each other. My plan is done. <laughs> 
But yeah, nobody needed plus four to every saving throw attempt last time. No, <laughs> no way. No problem. Wait a uh, minute, I took like 30 damage. Uh, well, you're going to take 31 more Fuck. psychic oh, no. damage. Uh, yeah. That, that's a bad door. And that's a, that's a second uh, hit on your despair. So... Conditions? Am I um, still exhausted? Uh, yeah, you still have a one point of exhaustion, which we haven't really taken into account. But uh, there's no despair on here. N- well, no, there's not despair. But but I'm feeling very disparaged. You are feeling very disparaged. You just feel bad. It's just bad. Gimbal, <laughs> you've looked into the the pit of despair. Uh, anything else you would like to do? I'm probably just gonna close that door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is? Yeah, I don't. I don't want that one's bad. Uh, bad mojo leaking out into the room. So I'm just going to close that one. But I don't think I'm going to do anything else because I don't want to take a risk of injuring any of the undead and having them be able to do something other than run away from me. All right. <laughs> While weeping, can I take a piece of chalk and draw a small X on the door? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, cool beans. All right. Back to the what top. What game are you playing? <laughs> Uh, Pit of despair, yeah, 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 yeah. Points of damage. Cool. Um, you all, I mean, you all move. Six seconds. You all move back, you know, to your doors and open them, and then turn back, and you see. Even Tolgir sees this. You see Tolgir standing in the middle of this room. Okay, he begins to move towards Thea and Yemble, with his battle axe drawn, swinging towards Yemble. And just to clarify, Tolgear also sees Tolgear in the you middle. Also, you so see this two is... Tolgears. Okay. Yes. Great. You see okay, two, just wanted to make sure I two understood. Um, so that's going to be a 22 to hit. Yep, that will hit. Uh, that's a, that's 15 slashing damage. Neat. It's great. Everything's great. A goth. So there's one more door, hey? There is one. <laughs> <laughs> there's one more door, yeah. There is. Uh, I'm going to open that one. Okay. You open it, and it looks like you are standing at the castle side of the bridge looking back up at the castle. Oh, so like out the front door, basically? Yeah. Well, I don't want to go back to that bridge. That was no good. That one looks like a do-over door. Yeah, not good. We want the prison planets, Karsari. Bogs, jungles, hot. I, I, I think it must be that one. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's this one. Cool, I'm gonna go over to that door, but can I whack fake Tulgear on the way back? Absolutely, by? you can. Swing Maybe away. Maybe a mule kick from uh, Rax or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll say with advantage because his back's turned to you. Nice. And he seems super focused. I think I get three attacks. That sounds accurate. It does. Yeah, Yeah, that's, that cool. sounds right. All right, I'll do that then. Um, first, 14. Yes. Does that hit? Yep. Oh, it does. Okay. I wasn't sure if Ghost Tulkier had the same stuff as me or what was going on. So, so the first one is eight points of damage. Okay. Um, so then twenty something will also hit. Uh-huh. Six points of damage on the second hit. Wow. Why does math get harder the more you do it? <laughs> um, seven plus nine is sixteen. Yep. You got Still there. Here. Yes. Yep. Okay. Cool. Here I go. This dice sucks. Um, another seven points of um, slash is slash. So describe the three hits um, as they destroy this simulacrum. 
this clay mud creature that forms. I think it's like one hit through the legs that like the legs kind of dissolve out and then on the backswing like through the head and then turn it vertical and just pin it down. Nice, yeah. Skewer it top to bottom. It was excessive. It explodes out like dust and part, like it just crumbles apart. Should brush some dust off her shoulder. So your goal, I mean, everything's still turning undead uh, for the time being. Your goal is to get to that forest door collectively, yes? Yeah. Um, yeah, Agath, you can continue to move. Thea, you're pulling Yemble on your turn. Tulgir, yeah. you're maybe on top of Rax, at least very well beside. Um, but you all make the decision to move towards, open the forest door, and step through. Yeah. You step out into this forest, hit a hot wave of humid air, and you step out into it, and you're, like, tangled up in. You close the door behind you, and you hear the undead on the other side coming towards the door. You turn and you look out into this forest and then back to the door and the door is gone. I was just going to ask. And before you is a path where the door used to be, leading through this thick, dense brush. Welcome to the middle. We are really back. It's September now, and we've got episodes out the wazoo for you, too. I'm uh, okay, so there's nobody here to stop me. I think that's the problem, uh, except Loki. He's barking in the background, if you can hear him there. It, yeah, just me here today for you. Uh, everybody else still on vacation. Thought I'd give them another little week there to rest and recuperate, to get back, uh, get back to all of the great stuff that we've got coming up for you, like this episode. I hope you're enjoying it. We really enjoyed putting it together. Uh, Don't have a huge amount for you just to say that we missed you, we love you, and that we hope that you are excited for the story that's to come. We've got big events coming. We've got uh, some, some major, whoa, moments. At least they were for the players. So get excited about those. Uh, Big crossovers coming. And some super fun things we're going to be doing over on Patreon. I'll save that until everybody's back next week. Uh, But we're working towards some pretty big goals and some pretty big milestones. And we're so happy to have you along for the ride to experience it all right here with us. Anyways, I'm going to sing you out now. This is the end of the middle and that's when I will stop. I, I I stop uh, breathing heavily, and I uh, rifle through my bag and pull a potion of um, what is it of superior healing? A potion of healing, a superior whatever. Yep. And I will heal for four d four plus eight, which is thirty two. Because, you know, who knows what the fuck we're going to be dealing with here. Yeah, I I guess obviously we're out of initiative, yes. I assume. I can also just take a potion and heal myself Absolutely. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That sounds great. I got hurt real bad, you guys. Huh. All right. Well, that was that was fucked up. Um, but we do we know if this place is even real? This is a, a good question. It is hard to trust your own eyes and senses now. How does one truly know one knows anything? 
kind of feels real, but yeah, so did that last super fun meadow we were trolloping through, so. Is that sarcasm? It wasn't a super fun meadow? No, it really was. It was? It was a beautiful meadow. Aww. I'm sorry you missed it. Yeah, I've got... There was a small satyr, and he was wearing a jean vest. Oh. And it had a, a, a rainbow and a unicorn, and what? he would have loved it. Oh, God. All right, well, I mean, we're here. We gotta look for some gods. Gotta get out of this forest. I guess we just follow the path? I was gonna say fly over top of the trees to see where we are. If we're in the middle of a dense forest that could go on forever... Maybe we may want to take a faster mode of transportation. Okay. I'm going to fly up, see what I can yeah. see. <laughs> Probably just forest, because I think it's like a forest planet like that one in Star Wars somehow that's just yeah, a forest. Yeah, that one. Forest. Yeah, that one. You know. They've got to have a jail somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining just like a little county prison. Sure. Yeah. In one cell. <laughs> <laughs> Gar, so many gods just jammed <laughs> yeah. in there. Right. You push through the canopy and out into... Um, the clear sky, there are two sweltering hot suns. This area that you're in, you see far off in the distance, like there's desert dunes that kind of meet up with one side of this forest. And then you look to the other side and you see just a, a clearing. Probably from the distance you can judge to be like a 200 to 300 foot clearing in the middle of this forest that looks to be in a similar direction as the path that you're walking. Or were presented as you step through this door. If you were going to say that it was like a field of wheat, I was going to assume we were playing Settlers of Catan. <laughs> That's right. right. And we have to get some wood yeah. and wheat and, and trade it for yeah. some sheep. Build the sheep. longest road and we're good. <laughs> yep. But are we on the longest road? Can she, can she tell like how far you that journey is going to take see, to that clearing? You can't see the path through the canopy. Ah, I can't see the forest for the trees. Mm. As Yenbo's going to kind of just take a moment to soak up that hot, hot sun. Because she is from a very hot place yeah. and has been in a lot of cold, terrible places <laughs> for what feels like an eternity. So just wants to feel that that heat um, soaking into her bones and then comes back down. Is there, is there is a desert in that direction far away, but not too far a clearing. I... I I think we can follow the path there. Okay. That yeah, that's our best bet. I mean, they're not gonna hide a bunch of gods in the middle of the woods. That sounds exactly like something they do. I I mean, we have nowhere else to go, right? Yes, we don't know. So, uh, perhaps we take the path, but be careful, aware, listen. You all collectively walk down the path. You are traveling for a couple hours um, before you come to this clearing. Ooh, while we're walking, mm -hmm. could I cast bark skin on myself? Mm -hmm. That's fun. Just give myself a little hug and I cast bark skin. As you cast it, you see the tree beside you begin to shrivel. Guys, magic destroys this place. Well, now we know. That was me. I'm so sorry. Hmm. You get to this clearing, and in the center of this clearing is a rather large structure. 
It is stone primarily, wood kind of holding it up. You okay? Amy mm-hmm. just read something and like uh, had a well, visceral bark, reaction bark, to Barkskin it. gives you a specific AC. Barkskin just says you can't go below 16 AC. And I'm like, I already have 17 AC. I take the barkskin off because it's ugly. <laughs> Doesn't go with my outfit. <laughs> well, that, that was a good use of magic. Right? <laughs> I, I feel really <laughs> shitty about it now. I was like, I thought for sure it was going to be like plus one to AC. But, you know, part of our theory on going to these places was to go and see if magic was, like, draining it or not, so... I guess so. You did something. So, does that mean the gods aren't here? Well... Let me describe to you what you see. I mean, they could be imprisoned here. Yeah, they just don't have power here. You see a singular structure. There's no visible door that you see as you walk out into this. As you kind of walk around, you see that there is an entrance on the opposite side, and... There's wood columns and beams, and as you get closer and examine them, there are bones etched and carved into all of these beams. And even into the stone all around them, you see very clearly symbols of Orcus. There is a large bone-riddled door that is the entrance to this structure. In a way, this is a good thing. It's it's at least something to work off of. Perhaps we are on the right path. As terrifying as it is. We we did want to find this. It just is awful now that we are here. Okay. So? I'm looking to see. I thought I had like a, you know, detect creepos. Spell, but that's a different character. Detect cast detect or I'll find it in like three episodes. I, I do have detect creepos. That is, <laughs> that is the thing I have. Yeah, I guess I'll uh I'll use my divine sense again and detect creepos. Okay. Celestial fiend undead within sixty feet, Russ. You don't get a sense of any of those. Shall we proceed? I mean, I don't think anything's, like, lurking around the corner for us, so sure. Yes. I think we must. I'll open a door. You step up and you open the large door and it, like, opens easier than you thought it would and, like, bangs open and echoes down this stairwell that goes down into this, into a lower chamber. And is there any, like, creatures around, just more creepy orcus carvings or... More creepy orcus carpings. There are um, uh, braziers along the walls, um, set up in uh, the the handle of them are spinal columns. Of course. Ooh, mm-hmm. very cool. With flames lit up through skulls. Well, at least they provide lighting, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the decor is on theme. Mm-hmm. There's Art Deco and Art Necro. So we got a design choice here. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Watch for our uh, home decor our selection. Dungeon designers. <laughs> Too many spines lying around your That's house? Right. Well, we've got solutions for you. Uh, uh, it'll be in tea public soon. That's amazing. All right. I'll start heading down. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. How's Rax do with stairs? I mean, he does well with bridges. How does he do with I stairs? I mean, he's okay. He doesn't right. love them. Okay. Like, but 
Horses can you know, do he, stairs. He can okay. manage. They're yeah, not, they're cow, not cows. It's cows that can't cows do stairs. Cows can't right. do stairs. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yep. Everybody. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know this, listeners, cows can't go downstairs. Right. I didn't know that. They can I go upstairs. Unaware. They cannot go downstairs. Hmm. Or can they go downstairs, but just very quickly? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess over. it depends That's on. Okay. Anyway, back to it. You head down these stairs and you get to the bottom of them. It's 60 to 70 steps down. And there's a long hallway with a singular door down at the end with it's cracked open and this almost golden light coming in from behind it. Anyone else think when you're looking for a god, that's a good sign? Yes, but I trust nothing anymore. Well, we're here now. So I'm going to make sure I have my weapon out. Yeah. yeah. Shields I mean, I up. probably have this this whole time, but like, cautious. Very cautious. <laughs> you head down the hallway and you make it to the door. And you slowly press the door open? Yes. Mm-hmm. You look in and you see inside there are seven figures inside seven cells. Hmm. The cells themselves are constructed with what looks like like melded together skeletal figures. Cool. You see an old man with bird cages hung up around in his cell. You see a large orc who's like throwing himself at the walls constantly. You see a slender woman seated almost peacefully in the back of one of these cells. And you see a man with long shaggy hair and almost like overalls, tattered, like collared shirt. And in the other three cells, there are fiends, two of which contain fiends throwing themselves against the wall. One has a deceased fiend. Its head looks like it was smashed in, blood across the floor. In front of all of these cells, you see runes on the floor. We have to step on them to the right beat of the music, dance, dance, revolution style. <laughs> this is going to be great. Amazing. The man with the long, shaggy hair and overalls looks up to you as you enter. The others don't seem to acknowledge you as you enter the room. Can I make some kind of, like, religion check? Do they seem like gods? Do I recognize any of these figures? Everybody make a history or religion. The runes all look the same in front of all of them. 27. History. Also 27. Religion. 14. 22. uh, History. You don't recognize the man in the overalls, I don't think. You get a distinct, like the description you've heard of Bahamut as a humanoid figure is eerily similar to the old man and the canaries that he has in his bird cages. Right. The orc god uh, before you would fit the description of Grumsh, the chaotic evil god of storms and war. Bahamut, the god of justice and nobility. The tranquil or peaceful woman 
Um, you get a, well, Thea, you specifically get a distinct sense that this could be Miliki, goddess of forests. But the only one that acknowledges you is the one you don't recognize. What are you doing here? Uh, well, this is going to sound lame. Saving you guys? I don't know. We were coming to rescue you and bring magic back to the world. Oh, delightful. Excellent. Do me first. Do me first. Um, and you are... Oh, one of the things you're looking for, of course. Just come help. What are we looking for? Well, gods, of course. You just said it. Okay, who are you? One of them. What's your name? Sorry, oh. that sounded really, but I mean, there's a power dynamic that's going on here. You got to play the game, yep. Fun, you should ask my name. Which one should I give you? Oh, God. Cyric. That's the one. Do I know a Cyric? Yeah, is that, is that anything? Now with Cyric, uh, you know, at least giving you that name, you know that Cyric is, uh, with the 20 pluses, is the god of lies. Mm. Sounds familiar. Didn't you recognize me in my fine janitor outfit? Just a janitor <laughs> over here. That's what I thought. <laughs> Fucking janitor. inside baseball, Kristen, from our other Sorry. game. Yeah. If you want to understand why this is funny, please join us on Patreon. Go way back. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast and learn about the janitor, one of the best characters ever created. <laughs> Okay, God of Lies. I mean, hold on. Any any God's fine, right? Like, at this point, we're not going to be picky. We're not just going to take the good ones. Balance in the worlds and whatnot. Yes. I think we need all the gods back for the world to return to normal. Right. Yes. Well, I'm putting the cart way before the horse. Sorry, Rax. But... How do we get these guys out of here? Oh, you want to get me out? Oh, excellent. I'm glad you've come around to my way of thinking. Um, basically, it's a tradesies. It's a tradesies. Yes, you must do a little tradesies and take my place, and then I'm free. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, could we take the place of another god that probably won't fuck us over? I mean, geez, to hear your name one time and they automatically make judgments about you. Well, it's all... It's all we've Listen, we've literally been through hell. Interesting, because, yeah, I did not expect to see mortals here, so you must have been through quite a bit. Very excited. Did I mention I'm excited to see everyone? Very excited to see everyone. Very excited. Why do the others not speak? Well, they've been here longer than me. I'm gonna go knock on... Bahamut's cell. The old man, he naps through everything. Uh, you go knock on on the cell wall, and it like glow that comes out when you touch the bars. And he stirs a little bit beyond it, but doesn't like. There's a a blankness behind his eyes. He doesn't look like he acknowledges you at mm. and what you're doing. I want to go up to Milake and get eye level with her. Ooh, while you're over with her, check out her necklace. It's very similar to mine. Do you guys make each other friendship necklaces? Uh, no, the the man in charge made them for us. The man in charge? Well, yes, Orcus, you're familiar, no? Oh, well, You saw all the Orcus stuff on the way in? He's very much the one in charge. Fair enough. 
these necklaces they control you uh, to uh, yeah they yeah, they we have no powers when when we're wearing them yes okay and how do we open these cells oh i explained that to you already you need to trade me places see the runes in front of everyone you just go stand on them and then you know whoop you're in huh so yeah see see the empty ones that they're bouncing in and out of Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See where they're standing before they appear in the. See. See. It's all connected. You stand on the rune. You switch places. So maybe someone comes here and does that here now. Well, over then where, here. Where maybe are those here? gods? Oh well, that's I don't know. Um, when they leave here, when they're taken, they never come back. Who takes them? The big man, the O dog. You know him as Orcus. <sighs> Okay, so we could release me. Yes, me. All the gods here. All the gods me first. here. But we would all be trapped inside of these cages. Well, not only that. So great plan so far, except for the being trapped part. Someone else needs to take these off of us. We can't. They. We, we can't take them off. We can't take anyone else's off because they. They fuck with our heads. They can't, we can't do it. Okay, so we could release everyone and take everybody's off but yours. Well, they're they're going to need some time. I'm really your best bet for making this happen. Making what happen? Magic, gods, bringing it all back. Bring it all back to you. Don't stop. Never give up. Hold your head high. Reach the top. Come on! I'm under the impression, no offense, that you are not powerful enough to supply the entire cosmos with Oh, magic. no, I'd be snuffed out in a minute if I tried to do that. Are you crazy? It's like talking no. to a wall, Yenbel. What, what, what we need to do is there's multiple prisons like this one kicking around all over the place. Not sure where. Only know about this one for me. But there's multiples. There's all the gods imprisoned, imprisoned all over the realm. So we need to send teams to get them free. Which is what you guys are doing here, and I love it. You're doing great. But maybe we swap out now? I have an idea. Yes, please. I want to cast Conjure Animals. And I want to cast it so that I have eight beasts... In front of me, it's going to be eight ducks. Love it. <laughs> Love where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and they listen to me and they are friendly and they're my companions. Will it be one horse-sized <laughs> duck or 100 duck-sized horses? <laughs> and I, I, I pick up a duck and I go over to Bahamut's cell. Quack, quack. And I place the duck on the rune. Quack, 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 quack. Nothing happened. It was a good try, but... I stack two maybe, ducks maybe you on just top of each other. Maybe you just want to come over here and, and just, just come on my rune and... Hold on, maybe it's a weight we, thing. We can get this going? I stack three ducks on top of one another. Nothing happened. Four ducks stacked. <laughs> Do they have to be sentient creatures? stack all the ducks nothing happens ah fuck are the the ruins are carved uh yes oh jesus 
ducks were not good enough. <laughs> no, no, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> That was Amy saying that because I just saw their oh, I'm aware. Like, challenge, so rating, <laughs> challenge rating of a quarter is like an axe beak, a boar, a draft horse. Ooh. Hmm. Why don't you fun. make me choose eight just ducks. anything, Amy? Come on. The Whatever. ducks turn into boars. She no, stacks no. eight boars. I want them, I want them to turn into panthers. Now you have eight panthers. Yes. Okay, good. Stacked up. Now, are they stacked mm -hmm. vertically or horizontally? Uh, It's kind of like like their legs are, like when you stack chairs. Their legs go on top of one another, so it's not really a, anyway. uh, Well, now we at least have panthers. If, you know, shit goes down here, we got eight panthers. Fuck you, Sirik. I, mean, I don't want to take I've your place. I told you. I told you what needs to happen. Make it happen. I'm tired of being in here. Are there minions or somebody around here? Listen, last time we did a tradesies for well, anything. You, you can see them out there swapping places. So I guess you could try getting one of them, but just just let let me out. What's so hard to understand about this? Because one of us goes in. And I care sure. about us more than I care about you. Where do we see them swapping in? What, like, what do you mean? Sorry, I didn't understand what do you mean by that. Uh, at the other like cells with the roots in front of them that are empty. Yeah, the fiends. The yeah, the fiends are like zipping in and out. Well, I don't think they're zipping in and out, are they? No, they're I thought in, they were right? trapped inside. Somebody zipped in. <laughs> I'm they're zipping in and out. Let's just grab one of those. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They're zipping in and out now. Oh, shit. These ones oh, are broken. Okay. I've been talking a lot. Somebody else get in here, because I have now eight panthers in the room. That that would mean <laughs> me. that there is one loose fiend yeah. trading places. They're taking turns. Oh, yeah, they're just having fun. Can we grab it? Just grab it. Who's got their big butterfly net? I'm going to try and grab the fiend if it comes out. All right. Fiend pops out of one of them. Make a, make a dex check, an athletics check. Um, 14. You now have a fiend in your possession. <laughs> it's like <laughs> thrashing at you, trying to scratch at your face. <laughs> no, no. You uh, put it on the little rune thing. Whose rune thing are you putting it on? I'll put it on Cyrix. Yeah, <gasps> sure. Oh, excellent. The second it hits... Cyric is now on the runes at your hands, and you're holding on to his legs. Ugh. No, it's fine. It, I did I not mention that part? Because that, yeah, whatever you're doing when that, that's kind of what, yeah, absolutely. You get it now. You see Cyric quickly sidestep off of the runes in front. So, so who wants now we to, need to remove the amulet. Yeah, 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 you just come, there's like a little latch at the back. Oh, hold on. What's the plan here? Can I try and push Sirik onto Bahamut's uh, ruins? Sirik <laughs> uh, thinks you're going to like undo the necklace. Sure. Yeah, he is. He is not expecting it. <laughs> okay. Um, like, what is athletics? Yeah, I, don't know I mean, what, strength. It, like, probably an athletics, uh, like a strength contest. You would have advantage because he's not expecting you to put him into a different cell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Psych. Good. I mean, he's a god. It's probably not going to work, but who knows? Yeah, it's fine. Well, not with that roll, it's not. Well, maybe. What's your strength bonus, Russ? 
Uh, I mean, power's dampened. Uh, That's true. You, know, you got that necklace on. Got a lie. the gut. Probably of, only yeah, a plus right. two. <laughs> He's not okay. going over the yeah. top here. Uh, that was a six N- for 19. him. Then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wowza. So, describe Petite Yenbull and this move that happens. Yenbull goes behind Siric as if to, like, undo it in a romantic way. You know, you put a necklace on in a romantic way, so to take it off that way, undo the clasp. Orchestra swells. Take my breath away. (laughs) (laughs) And then just, like, plants herself and pushes as hard as she can towards uh, Bahamut's, the ruins in front of Bahamut's cell. So just planted and just like everything she's got because yeah. I mean the god of lies is going to be pretty mad if this doesn't work that's a strong success so yeah he flies across the room give me a fly across the room sound there <laughs> clerics <laughs> <laughs> and lands on the runes in front of Bahamut's cell as swift as he landed Bahamut is now in his place Come, come on, guys! I told you they need a little rest, recovery. If I'm the closest one, then I'll try and take the the necklace off Bahamut for real. Not just keep doing pranks with the gods <laughs> in and out of the cells. <laughs> Musical gods. You help him off of the runes and take the necklace off, and there is this, like a switch goes off. He still has this tired look about him, but he looks around and you see him look up to you, all of you, and you see him look up into his cell where Siric now stands and you see that his bird cages are still up in his cell. He takes a big sigh and looks to you and says, thank you. No, no problem. That was all my, all my doing. With a lot of exhaustion, he kind of beckons you all in. And you hear this deafening roar coming from down the hallway and up the stairs. It's like vibrating and like small pebbles and dust are falling from the ceiling. And with you all huddled close... We see him blink as you're all teleported out of the prison. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 94. Starring Amy Moore as Thea Amastasia, Carla Maxted as Yenbol Nuri, Tom Laird as Tolkier Heavyfoot, with guest Kristen Flemons as a goth god lost Catho Alavi, and Russ Moore as your dungeon master. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers. Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Stevie, Jacob Madden, Devin Michaels, Christian Brown, Aaron Stevens, Lulahan, and Charlie Warley. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast called The Adventures Of, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where when we reach 100 patrons, we'll release an exclusive Grancis and Flamekins bonus episode, Escaping the Abyss. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening, 
Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Oh, hold on, you guys. And I riffle through my bag. Rifle? Thank you. That's riffle. Yeah. No, Is it? Rifle. I think oh, we, we, had had a, we had to look rifles. it up. What you'd use yeah. more conventionally, I believe. Yeah. But riffle's fun too. Yeah. See, I like riffle. I didn't know he was a riffle man. I'm a rifle girl. Took it took me a minute a to even <laughs> figure out like what you were talking about. <laughs> Thank you. We were re anyway. And it's, it's always been like you riffle through a book. No, you riffle, you riffle through something. It. No. You definitely <laughs> riffle. Yeah. Thank you. Really you. Do, I feel Russ. really I feel really seen right <laughs> Look, now. The internet uh, tells me I'm right. If you were to riffle through it, I'm pretty sure it'd be spelled differently. It is spelled differently. Rifled is a very different word. No, it's not. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet's style desk. Car talk for jetpacks. It's these American supers. 100% invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! Oh my God, he could kill himself. Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no, but Yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Ta-da. Superhuman Public Radio. Superhuman Stories. The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR. Name the supervillain, and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.